The wave is back and we're here with the family friendly Fort Lauderdale podcast. That means we're going to be talking with one of our local rock stars, hearing these cool stories in our community. Today, we have an entrepreneur who's doing, I think this is really cool. I think you guys are, we've got a lot of families out there. So you guys are going to be excited to hear this. We have Julie Janitas. How did I do with the last name? Fabulous. <laughs> Got it right that time. Okay, super. Yes. Uh, Julie, it has, she has a new business. It's called the Toy Trader app. Now, the reason I say families are going to be interested in this I'm going to give you a couple of reasons here. Julie, you can you can correct me if I got this wrong, but to me it was interesting right off the bat. You guys know your your children are are going to be asking you, "I want this toy, I want this toy." And being able to have something new is always exciting for everyone. Even us big kids, we get excited about having new toys to play with. Uh but at the same time, sometimes you need to clean house, you need to declutter, and you guys have built this really cool um I guess you call it a marketplace, like in in app, uh, a way to to develop these coins and resell your stuff and sort of get into this trading back and forth. The whole thing is really interesting to me. Why don't you get us started? How did this whole thing come about? Sure. Well, thank you so much for having me, Tobin. I I appreciate it. Um, so the Toy Trader app came to be um, whenever we first found out we were having twins. Um, of course, we live in South Florida. We're in a condo. So space is always something that we're very conscious of. Um, and once the twins arrived, we realized how quickly um, the stuff accumulates when it comes to children. I mean, from baby bouncers to swings to toys, you know, all sorts of stuff. Um, and then as quickly as it comes, they seem to outgrow it. So I constantly found myself buying and selling children's items on like market Facebook marketplace or offer up. And um, there's just a lot of things that come up when you're trying to buy and sell kids items. Um, the market for one is so saturated with kids items because as parents, we all basically use the same items um, and they outgrow it just as quickly. So you're always constantly trying to get rid of it, donate it, throw it away. Um, and a lot of those options, you really lose your value on um, items that are typically high ticket items. Um, so I just kept thinking there has to be a better way. There has to be a better way. Um, and so we came up with the Toy Trader app and it is a marketplace where you can uh, parents to list their children's outgrown items. Um, you can let them go for in-app coins and then you can turn around and shop the marketplace for other things your kids might enjoy now with those same in-app coins. Um, so of course, saving money is something that parents are always wanting to do. And this will allow parents to be able to handle the ebb and flow of toys without actually having to spend any money. I think this is so smart. Julie, We, were, you and I were chatting before we went live. I'm an entrepreneur, so your story, what you're doing here is near and dear to my heart. And I think one of the things that when, when you look at, you know, everyone's got an idea, right? A business idea or, oh, I could do this. But when you, when you discover, innovate on an idea and folks say, and this was my first thought, why doesn't this already exist? Like, this is so... <laughs> such a no brainer that it, that, that families need this. You're constantly cycling toys and goods and, and items in and out of your house. What is hard about this idea? Why hasn't some big company come in and done this, you know, created this already? Um, you know, to be quite honest, it all boils down to money. Um, if you look at my business structure right now, it's not technically bringing me a lot of money. Um, and that's the first question a lot of people ask, well, how are you making money on this? How are you making money? 
well, right now I'm really not making too much money, but it is something, like you said, near and dear to my heart. I do think it's something that parents truly, truly need. Um, it's something that I wish that I had while my kids were growing up um, for all these items to handle. And actually, I've actually been on the app letting go of my kids stuff. And it has been something really fun to do. Um, I've actually met some of my best friends through the app. Um, because they were listing items, their kids, um, sorry, they were listing items that their kids outgrew. And we would bring some items in just for my kids to play with for a few weeks. And then we'd turn around and resell them. Um, so I really think that it probably just didn't sound like something that people wanted to put the upfront money in first without having the um, um, instant profit, I guess. But I think it's something that families are going to love. And I definitely think that's well worth it. Uh, totally makes sense to me, you know, one, because you've created a product uh, that solves a problem that you had yourself. So that's <laughs> always a good sign when entrepreneurs are, are scratching their own itch that way, because they know they feel the pain, the felt need in the marketplace, and you go out and solve that. Um, and actually, I'm with you, I we, we should have a side chat about because I think there are a lot of uh, great models and examples out there of businesses that created value by gathering folks together and serving that need. And it doesn't always have to be a direct uh, transaction. I think this podcast is one example of that as well. Like uh, this podcast is affiliated I'll, in a little bit. I'll tell you about our sponsor for today, which is Acton Academy Fort Lauderdale. But the podcast is loosely affiliated with the school that we have here in Fort Lauderdale. So you know, there are different ways to make the engine run. And sometimes it looks a little bit different than just taking a cut of the action or some, you know, as folks ask you, like, what's in it for you? What's the hidden agenda here? Yeah, so it's just, you know, you're doing doing something that's really interesting, bringing people together and a lot of good can come from those situations. Julie, you're here in South Florida, which is what makes you such a great guest for our podcast. Um, how regional is Toy Trader app? Um, so it is available anywhere in the United States. You can download it in the App Store um, and you're able to use it anywhere in the United States. Obviously, since we are still pretty new, most of our users that are trading toys are in the South Florida area. Um, but I definitely know that, you know, a little bit of time and it can definitely grow across the country. And we actually have an affiliate program um, like you can refer your friends um, and get free in-app coins. And so both you and your friend get free in-app coins for referrals. So I know that once people recognize the app is available, they can share it with their friends and then start trading amongst their friends as well and retain the value of their items that they're letting go and letting it go to their friends for, you know, a very efficient way to do it. Yeah, I think that makes sense. And, and do you find, is there some trading uh, how, I guess, out of region, I'm not sure how you term this, but, you know, South Florida trading to Texas, who's trading to someone up in Minnesota, is that happening as well through, through shipping and mail or? So shipping is an option and I have it very like defined to where, um, you know, you can purchase the toy with in-app coins and then have shipping as a, a secondary option and people um, can send money either with Zelle or things like that for the shipping. And they just negotiate with the in-app chat. Um, so for the smaller items that are like shippable, um, we have had some items go out in the mail and things like that, which is kind of cool. Yeah, totally makes sense. Because some of the other, 
marketplaces i'm thinking of, of like facebook marketplace or ebay you know they've, they've mastered that art so that's certainly something people are used to doing julie i'm curious about your background so some folks would have had the same issue and said i'm going to gather my neighborhood together and we're going to do this uh, other people would have made a spreadsheet out of it some people would have just gone on facebook marketplace and just you know solved their own itch for their family uh, you thought of creating an app, which is not an easy thing to do. So how did this happen for you? How did you, do you have a background? Are you a technology person? How did this happen? So it's actually a really funny story. Um, so I have actually been in hospitality my whole life. Um, so I have always been, you know, one with a service heart and wanting to take care of my um, guests and things like that. I've worked in food and beverage for a long time. And um, I actually worked at the Ritz Carlton for a long time. And um, I got to see a really cool inside view of high end entrepreneurs and people that really have started their own businesses and have done their own thing and started things from zero and gone to, you know, um, their, you know, has built their dreams, basically. Um, so a lot of my regulars kind of just heard my story. I'm like, I have this idea for this app. I don't really know how to do it. Um, I don't really, you know, know where to begin. And they just said, just try, why don't you just try? And so that kind of kicked off my, um, you know, entrepreneurial like venture. And I just started researching and researching and reading books and, um, talking to people and just kind of seeing, you know, how do you do this? And ironically enough, it came at a time when, um, in the tech world, there was a massive boom in the no code industry and, I actually went to school for um, coding several times and it was just like way too challenging or a bad time in my life, like where timing wasn't right. And then no code came about. And so I got with some wonderful people that um, were experts in the no code industry and they helped build my app and kind of show me how to manage it and run it and things like that. And I mean, it just kind of went from there, you know, one step at a time, one day at a time is basically what I did. So. Yes. I love the the spirit with which you approach this project. Um, the the sort of I'm just going to figure it out, which I think we see a lot in entrepreneurial families. Uh, it's fun. It's it's a it's a creative way of doing things. You know, this project that you've created and hasn't been very long, right? Uh, less than a year, really, that the app has been out there. Yes, yes, we got into the Apple App Store in last summer, um, June, I believe. Yeah. I, and, you know, if you if we rolled the clock back, you know, 10 years, 15 years, the the cost of creating a project like this, you know, would have been tens of thousands of dollars just from a just from the technology side alone, let alone, you know, operating the business. But as you said, we live in a world now with all these no code tools and you can if you have an idea and you have a willingness the idea is not enough, folks. <laughs> if you've got an idea, doesn't matter how great that idea, it's less than 1% of the, the what's going to make this successful or not. If you're willing to do something about it, and Julie, that's where I give you a lot of credit. You, you've no. just taken this ball and run with it. Uh, if you're willing to do something with your idea and then not let go of it when things get hard, and I imagine that you've had those experiences too where it's felt like a slog or a struggle uh, at times. Is there one that has one of those moments that has stood out in your own hero's journey that uh, you kind of stuck with it when you just weren't quite sure for a little while? Um, honestly, yes. I mean, you know, uh, what's the term? Uh, imposter syndrome, I guess, comes to mind. I mean, really, 
at the very beginning, you know, a lot of people around me were like, are you crazy? You're leaving one industry and trying to jump into a totally new industry that, you know, you didn't have a background in and things like that. And so um, I guess just really having to dig really, really deep and find like my own self-confidence and like know that I have a vision and know that this vision can help hundreds of thousands of families and just really having to push beyond, um, you know, that self-doubt and things like that. That's been really hard. And then my second obstacle is I do have two three-year-olds. And at the time when I started this, they were two. So um, just basically having to take things five minutes at a time sometimes, you know, and um, sometimes that is, you know, a little bit tough, but honestly, you kind of start getting the hang of it. And once you realize that you, you don't need um, someone else to pat you, pat you on the back, and you can really like tell yourself that like, you know, what you're doing is going to be great for a lot of people, then that really helps to just push through it. Those little eyes are watching you, Julie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They're watching you and they, they saw you have a dream and be willing to put yourself out there. It's probably in uncomfortable ways at times. Uh, that's one of the most important things that we can do for our children is just not focus so much on their journey, but our own hero's journey because we're role modeling for it. And, and I, I, I've used that term a couple of times, folks, that, you know, I'm not sure how familiar you are with it. We talk about the hero's journey every single day here in, in Acton Academy. It's, uh, you know, I think some folks feel like it's a, that's a nice way of a nice thing to have, you know, uh, but no, it's, it's like an ingredient when you're cooking up the meal, you know, uh, baking bread, you got to have the yeast. Sometimes you got to have the salt or whatever it is. It's going to make that meal come together. Uh, Julie, in a moment, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you about the future of toy trader app and where you see things going, but I have to get a quick read in. You've already heard me mention it a couple times. Acton Academy Fort Lauderdale is the sponsor of, of today's um, podcast. The hero's journey is part of what we do. If you guys aren't familiar with the term, it's, you know, you, you know, the three act play it's in every story, every great story, every movie, every book that you've ever picked up. It's the call to action, which you had Julia Israel. You've already described us. It's the struggle that you're going to face at some point, And it's the transformation that comes out of it. Those three points, that triangle makes up the hero's journey. And when you do that, when you give someone that challenge, what we're doing at Acton, we're actually doing something really radical. We get the adults out of the way. There's no teachers. There's no tests, no homework. That's a story for another day. I want to come back to Toy Trader, actually. Where are you going with this? What's your big vision? Uh, we know it takes a little bit of time, sometimes longer than we expect, but you're diligently building the relationships that are making this work. What does it look like at scale? Absolutely. So I want Toy Trader to be uh, an actual tool for families. I want any time that you have items that your kids are outgrown, you automatically know, oh, just go list it on Toy Trader and it's going to help another family get an item without having to spend money. You don't have to worry about um, having to sell it for petty cash or, you know, just give it away and lose all your value. It gives you a little bit of something to hold on to. And um, ultimately, there's actually going to be a subscription service for Toy Trader, where you can become like a pro and you can cash in your Zennies, which is what the in-app coins are called, um, for gift cards, prizes, items that uh, maybe parents might like and things like that. So there's going to be double value for sure. So um, definitely, I think it'll be a really good asset for families to be able to use. Julie, I love this idea. I love your story and, and the way you're approaching it. Uh, when are the 
Shark Tank auditions here in South Florida. This feels like an idea that we should be seeing on Shark Tank. We turn on the TV and there's Julie is going to be pitching the sharks with this toy trader app. I don't know. I love Mark Cuban, so hopefully so. That would be awesome. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so Dallas, you, you guys heard it here first. We're, we're throwing down the gauntlet. We're, we're challenging Julie that when the auditions roll through South Florida, we want her there. And then we're going to support you. We're going to get behind Aww. this idea and, and cheer on our South Florida entrepreneurs doing something really cool. Because honestly, I think this is this is one of those uh, ideas. It's got the legs. It's got the you know, the you're solving a problem, you're doing it in a unique way. I can see this being one of those resources that families look to, to make things a little bit easier. Declutter the home, get new toys in the door, which your children will love you for that. Right. Get some of the ones you're not using out and get them in the hands of someone who might really appreciate and love them as well. So, Julie, thank you so much for taking the time. This has been fun. Uh, you can see uh, we have a lot of guests. We're often we're talking about events and organizations here in South Florida. That's where in, we're a new family that moved to South Florida, specifically the greater Fort Lauderdale area. We're enjoying life, the life work life balance, the perpetual summer here in South Florida. So that's always fun to talk about the things that are happening in the area. But I think you can see I have a, always a place in my heart for entrepreneurs doing cool things. Well, thank you so much, Tobin. Truly, your words are just so kind, and I really appreciate it. It really means a lot to me. So I appreciate the support. Absolutely. Well, thanks, everyone. Make sure you catch it. You know, a couple times a week, we're doing these podcasts. Keep an eye out. Uh, you can always watch our social media channels. It's Family Friendly Fort Lauderdale, and we'll see you on the next episode. Be strong.